Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, thank you, Josh. And with that, I will turn it to today's guest. I am very happy to welcome Dan Campanella with Total Expert. Dan, welcome. Thank you, Susan. Happy to be here. I'm, uh, I was very happy that we could make this work. Um, I always like to start out with a little information on how people came to the mortgage business. It's always a fun story. So you want to kick us off with uh, how did you come into the mortgage business? Sure. So uh, you could say I started out as kind of a technology purist, I guess, and uh, in a medium-sized lender. So literally right outside of college, uh, got injected into a medium-sized lender, gateway funding, and started developing software on, actually wore a bunch of different hats. Software development was one of them on primarily, you know, loan origination system and CRM platform. As well, I was training as new LOs and originators and operations staff would come to the organization, as well, I was kind of the front lines of defense for support. So I had kind of a trifecta going, uh, entering the business to really consume a whole bunch of knowledge uh, and understand the industry. I also had some fantastic mentors early on in my career who really um, taught me who my customer is and really gave me a customer mindset uh, entering the business, which I still think really set me up for success. And I try to mentor people all the time to really make sure that they take that with them because it's so important. Uh, but really, you know, I just grew a passion for understanding the industry and a passion for really collaborating with originators and really understanding how they grew their business, what challenges they faced, understanding the market conditions and how they needed to pivot um, to use technology to help grow their business. And at that point, I really just, you know, completely just decided to engulf myself in the business and, and really get in the trenches with originators all across the country. I had an opportunity to meet with a whole bunch of branches and, and really consume the knowledge of the business because uh, I really, truly believed I couldn't really be effective in developing the right technology and innovating unless I understood the depths of the business that I needed to. So uh, really grew my career in more of what I would say the intersection of you know business and technology in the mortgage industry uh, for the last 20 years. And um, you know, recently decided to leave a lender. Previously, you know, my last position was chief digital officer of Finance America and decided to really go down a new path and partner with somebody that you know was a cultural um, and cultural match for me and understood, you know, how to innovate and, you know, had a passion for really disrupting the industry and my, everything really aligned with total experts, you know, notion and motivation to really bring 
data and intelligence uh, and really give that a competitive advantage to each originator out there at scale. And one of the, my other passions has always been collaborating with lenders all across the industry. Even when I was with, you know, quote unquote competitors, I love collaborating with, you know, lenders all across the country and help, you know, working together to try to solve common uh, trends in the industry and industry challenges. And now I get to do that actually as part of my job. So it's super exciting. I'm super happy to be a total expert. Uh, I love the culture and the team that we built here and I'm excited to just be a part of it. That's great. Yeah, you're working with my friend Bill Dallas at Finance of America. Uh, one of, one of my favorite mentors, absolutely. He, and you know, I right, I, he is for everybody. Um, he was one of the first people that I met in this business, and uh, I love that you mention uh, the mentors that have helped you along the way, and that you are now mindful to be a mentor to others, right? I mean, it's just so important for us to, uh, you know, embrace new entrants into the market and make sure that they're successful and let them benefit from, you know, the great experience that you've had. Yeah, and you know, with all the thing I'll add to that is technology people can sometimes be introverts and just kind of almost hide behind technology sometimes, right? And I call it a lot of times kind of bringing the technology people out of the closet and getting them into the trenches so that they're almost forced to really understand the business and communicate effectively and talk in business terms. Uh, it's just, I think it's just so valuable. And I, I early on was put into so many uncomfortable situations uh, and, and really helped me grow as an individual. And you know, I just encourage, every technologist out there to really put themselves in uncomfortable situations, get out with the business leaders, get out into the trenches with originators. Uh, it will be meaningful improvement for you. That's great. That's great advice. Um, you know, so you do, you are one of the few uh, people that have that dis unique distinction of being from, you know, have a career in technology, but you're actually from the mortgage banking industry side of the, uh, you know, of the business. And how do you think that gives you an advantage in this particular market? Yeah, so it, it allows me to really, um, it's all about driving business value, uh, return on investment, uh, and making sure that you're developing solutions that ultimately resonate with market conditions. I mean, you know, you're not going to, you know, in this market we're in where, you know, you're 70 you know, across the industry, you're over 70% purchase business right now. You're not going to go focus things on that's going to be relevant to refi to advance business, right? So um, it gives me an advantage to understand the business and the industry, understand forecasting, uh, understand where originators are winning or, you know, ex experiencing challenges and allows us to really go after those, you know, how can we create technology solutions that minimize you know, today's market challenges um, or, or mitigate them altogether? Uh, how can we, you know, look at where people are winning in the industry and seizing opportunities and how can we help accelerate and grow that? Um, so, you know, you know, total expert, you know, a total expert, we, we really, you know, all go under the same notion is, First and foremost, we need to listen to our customers. We need to understand the market conditions. Uh, and we have, we're totally obsessed with creating new ways to really educate, advise, and engage our customers, you know, whether that's creating customer journeys for first-time home buyers or, you know, um, doing things like, you know, some of the partnerships we've built with BombBomb and Denim Social to really accelerate how we communicate and educate at mass scale uh, through our customers in a very per hyper-personalized way. 
um, you know, using data and intelligence. There's so many organizations that have put massive energy and investments into kind of these data models and, and uh, really haven't seen the return on them. Um, but how can we make sure that we're building a platform using data and intelligence that actually makes actionable results and outcomes, um, whether that's driving workflow and automated marketing? Um, but, you know, how can we actually make sure that we create the most turnkey solutions so the lenders don't have to invest tons, tens of millions of dollars to create these data models that ultimately may not produce results in the end? So giving, you know, our customers the most relevant turnkey solutions that are purpose built for our industry uh, is really what it's all about. And it's not just about what we're doing inside of Total Extra, it's also about aligning us with the right partners and integrations. Because as we build our platform, we look at it as, you know, kind of the marketing growth hub for all of our customers. Um, so the more partnerships that we build, the more value our platform gets and the more value that those partners, you know, we can bring to those partners as well. So, um, you know, it's it's been a fantastic ride. And um, yeah, I, I feel like I am, you know, sitting at some advantage, understanding the industry, understanding the technology space. And um, I'm just, you know, trying to provide value every day to the total expert team and all of our lender partners. So um, <clears throat> thinking about, you know, today's market, you know, 22 is definitely a, a tough year for uh, my members, uh, for the industry. We've come off of, you know, several years of pretty, you know, pretty good market, two years of incredible uh, volumes. And now we're, we're finding ourselves where we're at now. What are, other than some of the obvious stuff, what are your top priorities that your clients are sharing with you for the balance of 22? And then, you know, looking on to, to 2023, since we're coming to the, near the end of the year. Yeah, so um, I'll touch on a couple of things. One is obviously cost reductions. So anything that we can do through our platform to reduce costs um, and also, you know, pr provide the highest ROI that we can, you know, possibly uh, do so is definitely, uh, I would say, number one focus. So that may be, you know, maybe you're using three different platforms for your marketing um, uh, technology, CRMs, uh, different marketing tool sets. Um, different other sales widgets that may not be, you know, integrated. So how can we really help optimize your technology stack, uh, consolidate platforms? You shouldn't have to use multiple uh, platforms in different channels of business. Maybe you do a, a wholesale business and a consumer direct channel and a distributed retail channel. Um, let us, you know, put together an optimized workflow for you so we can help consolidate those platforms into one cohesive solution, help reduce your staff, um, help, you know, reduce licensing costs and software costs and integration costs. And then how can we look at all of your tech stack and orchestrate kind of an optimized approach to how you're leveraging? So you get, you know, the investments that you've made, how can we actually produce a higher ROI by really leveraging your tech stack to its fullest integration capabilities? Um, the uh, the next thing I would just say is is growth. You know, I, I say I would say I see lenders on, you know, either, you know, two sides of the fence. One is uh, they're trying to shrink down to a level where they can be profitable, and then there's the other ones that are trying to just have exponential growth in a market like this. So, you know, one of the things that we're focused on is you know our recruiting efforts and making sure that we're using data. Uh, and, and intelligence to really help facilitate better recruiting efforts in a more systematic way, in a more automated way. Uh, so we're definitely having a lot of conversations with lenders that are looking to grow market share. Uh, in these down markets, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to grow market share for sure. And we're seeing a lot of great companies take advantage of that.
Um, and then products expansion. I mean, I think everybody's trying to look at how to, how can I serve more customers, right? How can I offer more things to customers that to go that may go beyond even a, a forward mortgage? How can I, you know, there's we're seeing lenders obviously offer a lot of HELOCs um, using, you know, our customer intelligence platform coupled with promotion of HELOCs is a great advantage. Um, so how can you target those customers that may be ripe for a HELOC opportunity? Uh, reverse mortgages is another one. Um, so we have, you know, very canned journeys for reverse mortgages that we can offer to our partners that want to get it more into that business. Uh, we know historically originators have not, you know, have hesitated to offer reverse mortgage from an edge because they're just not properly educated or they don't have the right investor outlets, but, uh, there are a lot of people that are getting that business. I mean, there's you know 10,000 consumers a day that are, you know, becoming eligible for reverse mortgage. So it's an exponentially growing market that, uh, all of all lenders should be tapping into. Uh, and then you got nine QM uh, and obviously we're seeing a, a dramatic increase in arms and IOs. So, um, you know, those are, those are some of the things that we're seeing. Um, and then it's, you know, obviously we're in a purchase market. So a lot around, how do we support uh, our referral partner networks? How do we help our originators grow the referral partner networks? Uh, so a lot around how we're using data and intelligence to understand where originators are focusing their time, understanding, you know, how much, um, you know, how much business they're getting from each of the referral partners, how much total business is that referral partner doing to make sure that you can have a real conversation with a referral partner if you're, if a referral partners, you know, selling, you know, five, five. Uh, transactions a month, uh, then, you know, and you're only getting two and you're spending $5,000 on an MSA, that should be a, a referral partner you want to have a real conversation with of how to get more, tap into more of their business. So um, those are some of the, the trends that I'd say the top trends that we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, you're right. I mean, everybody's looking for, you know, how can we expand what we're offering to consumers, right? Because it's not, uh, it's certainly a different market than it's been um, really in the past decade, but for sure in the last couple couple of years. So how how is Total Expert setting themselves apart from competitors in this market? Yeah, so I would say we're making, first and foremost, we're making a tremendous amount of investments into data uh, and really, you know, making investments into data that we can create actionable and positive outcomes. Uh, things like, uh, you know, high intent data, such as, you know, a mortgage inquiry was is pulled. So somebody goes to another lender and gets their mortgage pulled, or I list my home on the market, or, you know, I just got married or divorced. Um, so using data to really create actionable and positive outcomes. Uh, maybe my equity has increased a dramatic uh, amount, but my, um, you know, credit, uh, my debt, uh, credit profile has increased dramatically. So they may be ripe for a, a cash out refinance or a debt consolidation or a HELOC opportunity. Um, so, you know, like I said earlier, many in, in organizations have invested a ton into data, uh, but we're, what we're finding is that they're not necessarily making it actionable uh, and putting it into a cohesive workflow and automation. So using data coupled with our intelligent workflow and journey automation uh, ultimately gets, you know, has created some some significant positive outcomes. So we're we're kind of doubling and tripling down on our investments into data uh, and making sure that we're making uh, a purpose-built platform uh, for the mortgage industry that can use data and ultimately create actionable insights for our consumers. So um, if we can develop, you know, the most cohesive financial profile for every customer. So let's just say you have a customer that you transacted with three years ago, your income may have changed, 
your some of your life statuses may have changed your assets may have changed uh, your credit profile may have changed so our one of our goals is to really keep and keep that updated through that entire customer's life cycle uh, as well as enrich that and add continual data elements onto that so that you have the most cohesive financial profile for every one of your customers well after that transaction uh, and can constantly deliver deliver the most personalized experience to each of those customers and engage them in most meaningful ways. That's uh that's yeah, that customer experience is gonna be really key, right? I mean it always is, but in, especially in a market like this where everybody's chasing that purchase dollar that I think that's uh that's that's uh a, that's a, a great a great position to have, um, especially like I say, especially right now. So, you know, as we talked before, I mean you've been an innovator in this industry for uh for years. What can you share with our listeners about the mortgage industry? What can they learn from maybe other industries about tech adoption? Yeah, so uh, for me and the entire Total Expert team, it starts with just listening to our clients, uh, talking to originators. Uh, so one of the things uh, that we recently did is, is stand up an originator advisory board. Um, so we have you know, street level feedback directly from originators. We also have strategic partnerships uh, that we constantly you know, uh, hear what they're saying, what they're facing, uh, because market to market, there's there's different challenges in different markets. You know, if you're in Southern California versus you know upstate Wisconsin, uh, just the market's different. So um, making sure that we build trends holistically and and prioritize accordingly. So um, constantly listening and talking to consumers, getting out in, in the trenches with them, and making sure that we understand the challenges that they're facing, the opportunities that they're seeing, um, and you know providing a, a you know, us with those insights so that we can make sure that we're working on the most relevant information for them. Um, and it's, you know, it's all about providing ROI. So making sure that we can tell really clear stories about, you know, success cases and business cases that we're seeing originators win out there, how they're using our platform, uh, ultimately that, that drives adoption. So um, if you can, you know, get your sales organization to really champion behind things in your organization that's really how you how you win they don't want to hear from some technology leader you know sitting at the corporate level in an ivory tower about you know how great this shiny object is um, they want to see the results and right. they want to hear from their peers that are credible in the organization that they trust and believe in the top performers um, you know, make them successful and they will make the rest of the organization kind of champion along with you. So um, I would say that's that's the uh, the thing that I've certainly see the most success in is getting those mm -hmm. internal champions for sure. Um, and don't be afraid of failure. You know, work with your sales staff um, and believe in a solution. Listen, I've, I've had plenty of failures in my career, but the one thing that I always did was make sure that I had the sales team behind me that believed uh, in the solution uh, before I went to market and across the entire organization. Um, so make sure you got your sales team behind you, make sure it resonates with them, uh, make sure your story is clear and make sure you have the right champions to, to help kind of the trajectory of adoption. Yeah, having those internal uh, company champions, I think, is great advice. You know, having them, you know, people that they're working with, like, hey, this is why this technology solution is going to work for you, and and uh, here's, you know, the best way to utilize that. I think that's uh, that's great advice. Um, you know, Dan, you've been a, a big supporter of our association. Very grateful for that over the years. You were one of our um, 
um, original host of uh, the Mortgage Innovators podcast. So very happy to uh, you know to have you as part of that. What can you share with our listeners about um, the importance of supporting an organization like the California MBA? Yeah, so uh, I'm happy to be a, a California MBA supporter for sure. And uh, I appreciate all the great work that you guys have been doing for sure. I think, you know, the way I look at it is, is there's a couple things we know in the industry. One is we're probably not going to have a decrease in regulations, right? So um, the continual <laughs> increase in regulations and the gray areas that legislation typically gets released. Uh, I would say, you know, that's one of the things that we've always leaned on your organization for is really being, you know, that that asset of, you know, really solidifying with, you know, the government agencies um, to make sure that they understand the impacts that that legislation can have on our industry. Um, it's just so important because, you know, a lot of those government agencies, you know, many times work in vacuums and don't understand the trailing impacts that they can have. Um, you know, let's just take the the foreclosure foreclosure process that was proposed in Cal California. I mean, that would have created numerous off the record requirements that would have made the the titles of foreclosed homes uninsurable. I mean, that should would just be a massive impact. Um, you know, the the great work that you guys did on some of the C you know the CRA requirements, not having them being applied for IMBs. Um, you know, so there's there's massive things that having these advocacies. Uh, work for our industry and communicate that have some level of influence over these state regulators um, and just ultimately protect the state of our um, of our industry. And, you know, I mean, California has the largest share of mortgage organizations in the country. I mean, that's that's massively impactful. So if there's any MBA organization that you support um, and you're licensed in the state of California, um, you should certainly be a supporter of the California MBA for sure. And, and I am, I am that for sure. So I appreciate everything that you guys have done. Well, thank you. Thanks, Dan. Those are, uh, yeah, those were, um, those were some big issues to tackle this year. Um, we will probably see them both return, uh, in 23. So, you know, um, at least we know we have a, a longer runway to, uh, to get out in front of those issues. So, uh, thank you for those comments, and I uh, really appreciate you being a guest on Connect. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Susan. Great to talk to you. Uh, and thanks to all of you for joining us on uh, Connect. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. <laughs>